0: you've been, sure. you been bamboled yeah. even in her cool. anger cool, cool. sex me not
1: hello welcome to prince drive by train your host Darren and today we're going to be talking about you make my sunshine and of course that is just the letter u at the start of that from the chocolate invasion and that is unfortunately not a little piece of chocolate in the title chocolate recorded mid-2000 at Paisley Park and released on the 21st of December 2000 originally collected on the chocolate invasion on the 29th of March 2004 on the track it is Prince it is Angie Stone Kip Blackshire, and returning from the dead we have millennia um, the track was originally 552 when released, but the version that is on The Chocolate Invasion is 702, and joining me to talk about today is Two. Hello Two. Uh, hey Darren. Now I think in terms of a genre, um, I mean this is fairly obviously a soul song, um, <laughs> you know, I feel, I feel like there's no dispute on that
0: one. I, I was I, I, I would say specifically, I was thinking like an early 90s R&B song with like Neo Soul yeah. elements to it, but yeah. I wouldn't say like a straight I up mean, soul song.
1: There's a there's a little bit of boys to men going on there, um, <laughs> but gender flipped because you you know you have Millennia and so they have a tendency to make you know some of the some of the way that the, the you know the uh, harmonies are done. Yeah, it has like that kind of boys to men, New Jack swing feel to it as well. I, I um, would say there's yeah, a I huge mean... element of that
0: because like even Prince is like doing harmonies with with Kip. Is it or yes, it yeah. is Kip, yeah. So, So, yeah, yeah, you
1: you know, you get you get that flavor in there as well. But I mean, I think like the basis of it is, you know, mostly a soul song. Um, You know, you have um, I don't know. (laughs) You have Prince does like the first (laughs) um, very long verse that goes on for quite a while. Then we get into this very, very long chorus (laughs) that, that has a lot of kind of harmonies. And, you know, it's fairly complex. Yeah. And then the second verse, Angie Stone gets the spotlight um you know i think prince and angie stone were relatively friendly uh but this is kind of like the only time that they actually really collaborated together mm-hmm. um you know then we get like you know a bit of a bridge and then we kind of get the chorus again um and then you know it finishes with some uh dubay dubay dubays you know as as one likes yeah to.
0: and yeah the whole like gospel breakdown as like yeah, yeah.
1: um but, you know i guess prince is taking advantage of the fact that he has so many voices to use on this particular track.
0: Uh, i will say like even like for like a prince song like it's really strange to hear other voices aside from like wendy's and then or, or lisa whoever is it wendy who sings but uh I think both both in addition to people are gonna like email and like you're an asshole aren't you i hate you <laughs> but uh yeah it's actually weird and nice to hear like other voices feature like pretty prominently even as backing vocals and doing all the harmony parts on this track it's really nice
1: yeah um it's also worth saying of course that you know this was you know part of the title releases that prince did in you know 2015 um although bizarrely it was only available to stream for about three months and then eventually you could get the files to download again so uh and now it is available on spotify but uh, you know that's just kind of the weird history of these two collections Um, you know, from around this time. Um, But yeah, you know, this is, I I, I would say as well, this is probably one of the final times that Prince had, you know, shares a vocal with a, a, you know, a female vocalist until we get to Third Eye Girl. Um, You know, you'd had like, uh, obviously, you know, Rosie Gaines and Bonnie Boyer, and like you said, you know, Wendy and Lisa. But once Prince got into the 2000s, it was mostly just Prince, um, you know, singing on most of Mm -hmm. his tracks, um, and it was you know rare that he would have someone on there outside of rave where you know obviously the collaborations were you know to bring in the big money bucks, um, whereas you know here this just feels like you know uh, you know obviously Angie Stone is someone that Prince admired and so you know she was around. I think is probably why she ended up on this track. <laughs> um, I think she was she was touring with Prince in the summer of two thousand and and that's how you know they ended up in the studio recording this song together.
0: Yeah, and I I think definitely having millennia and kip in there is like to emulate that r&b sound that was like pretty pr- pretty huge in the 90s yeah so like yeah just like let's go for it let, let's let have this boy v girl like <laughs> harmony song thing and let's do it
1: yeah i would say though in terms of like the lyrics uh i, d- I don't know uh
0: no i wouldn't say that thematically no yeah but, like as in what's like as in just as male male female vocals like co- contrasting and yeah following it
1: yeah i was gonna say i don't think that angie stone's you know verse is specifically like female i think you know um i don't know there's there's a little bit where it's you know like (laughs) what do you mean like it's like she goes i gotta
0: stop letting the devil define what it takes to be a woman yeah i I mean i would say
1: aside from that line most of the stuff is always is a bit more kind of like general you know and i would even say prince's stuff isn't specifically like you know you're male apart from the whole you know you're still a queen to me (laughs) (laughs)
0: You know <laughs> no, you're crazy, like this is like <laughs> this is like such a huge like the first verse is from a male perspective, second verse is uh <laughs> totally female, and then like it's about them <laughs> like uniting and trusting each other,
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know i mean i I feel like I feel like you know you could swap who's singing which verse and just change you know the gender and you know have but you're still akin <laughs> to me at the end, or you know. The devil needs to stop I, telling how to be a man. I could tell
0: you... No, it's like... I could tell you what the I in the pimp stands for. I meant, like... Not to be, uh, like... A seemingly conservative person. But, like... Pimps tend to be male. Hey, on, I'm sure there's plenty of female pimps. Right in.
1: I think, on two, I think the thing is... When you have a lady who is a pimp... They're known as a madam. So... Okay. But there's nothing to stop a woman from being a pimp. On I feel like, okay. you know... There's a glass ceiling in there that needs to be shattered. Um... But, yeah, so he Prince tells us, "Come on over here, baby, put your ass down on this throne um you know, don't you ne'er say a little word until you learn how to leave that little devil alone?
0: uh, can we theorize on what that devil is referring to? Is it the literal devil or the elevator as we as we've known him it? yes, um,
1: I don't know i mean i i don't I don't know that like in this case, I don't know, maybe it's promiscuity or. Um, you know, mm. drugs, or I, I don't think the prince is specifically nailing down exactly what you know leaving the devil alone involves. Um, I think he's saying
0: that devil, and then like towards the end of this verse, he's like talking about a like a her partner who doesn't treat her as well as I guess he yeah.
1: can. You know prince is is obviously you know um I don't know trying to break up a couple I mean it seems like a it doesn't seem like a move that Prince would do, but I guess in this particular case um yeah. you know i I mean I don't know if Manuela was dating anyone when she met Prince, but you know pretty soon she was married to him, so I guess if she was that relationship ended quickly. maybe that's what this is a commentary on is like you know I don't know. Uh, but yeah, you know, he says, let me, let me run it down. Uh, you know, I keep your paper coming in, in real steady. I could tell you what the I in PIMP stands for if you're ready, ready, ready. Um, <laughs> Alright, <laughs> we gotta like, we gotta stop there.
0: Like, what do you think, like Prince's like financial advice on keeping a regular income flowing into the house? Like, as in, is it writing hit songs? Is it right? Is it investing in fast food chains? I, d- I need to know. Darren. I mean, what I think got? that's
1: what the I in Pimp stands for. It stands for investment. <laughs> um, you know. <laughs> Obviously, on a later song, Prince uh, rails against the corporate world um, and the handing out of golden parachutes. So this is the start of him getting into that. This is part of, you know, the trilogy of, you know, songs about investment and banking that Prince, you know, clearly had. I don't know if he ever made the, the third one, but certainly this is the first. You know, investment, that's what it stands and for. You know, if you're a pimp, you've got to invest.
0: You really think, you really do think the I in pimp stands for investment?
1: No. And the thing is as well is when Prince, when Prince uses the possessive I, like when he talks about it as a pronoun, yeah um he 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 draws it as a little eye picture so here he can't be talking about that because he's actually saying the letter i so um you know although i would love if prince had started just putting the letter i for every single i in every single word so when he wrote the word pimp it was a p and then a little i symbol and an mp (laughs) oh god and you pronounce Uh, it um um but <laughs> I, I,
0: sorry, what were you going to say? No, I mean you know
1: I, I, I guess you know this is just Prince kind of saying that he has a regular income. I don't I don't know that he really knows what the iron yeah. pimp stands. I, yeah, for. I
0: guess that yes, I think income would be like I I could tell you what the I in the pimp stands for. Would you would be regular income or income? I guess so. I guess
1: um yeah how to keep that paper coming in steady and then you know this is where he tries to do you know this woman's boyfriend dirty straight to her face where he says <laughs> your eyes are wide shut uh you cannot even see that behind your back he calls you names but you're still a queen to me um you know this is not the first time that printer's like elevated you know women to a certain status it's something that he's done in a number of different songs um You know, although recently on some songs he's mostly been missing them. You know, when they go out the room for ten minutes and, and labeling it as a million days, so he's been getting a little bit emo. But in this case, he's literally like, you know. But I think I find it funny that the next, literally the next word, the first line of the chorus, he says, "In this trusting place," it's like Prince, I do not trust you. I <laughs> mean, you know, I do. And there's been several songs where he said, you know, "Are you with another man?" Well, you aren't anymore. You'll be Prince. Like, that, that's that been a, a popular theme of a number of songs, so I cannot trust Prince. Like,
0: is that, like, mature? Is this, like, re- like is that contemporaneous, like, to this song, or, like, is that just...
1: No, he's done that in a number I... of other songs, you know, going back, like, decades, where he's, he's talked yeah, about... Yeah, like, who's... so,
0: like, maybe he's different now, Darren, I... like, <laughs> when you give him a chance.
1: I mean, let's put it like this, you know, when he's recording this song, he's between marriages, so... Oh, yeah, all right. You know, all right. I, he's back to his 80s Prince who, you know, is a serial monogamist. But to become a serial monogamist, you first have to break up someone else's relationship. But I mean, i got to say, out of this entire song, I love this chorus. You know, I think the arrangement, the voices, I think the music, like everything in it is really good.
0: Again, like having him, like Prince, harmonizing with a male vocalist, like yeah. that's really novel. Like it's not common in his like, catalog and stuff, so it's, like, really great to hear. Yeah, so
1: it's, it's like, it's, it's a different thing, and, you know, he's, like, in this trusting place, you can erase every tear that ever rolled down your weary face. Um, all the time you waste in that paper chase, I mean, okay, Prince, I'll take—I'll let you have that rhyme, uh, <laughs> is better spent in these arms of mine. <laughs>
0: Wait, you're not doing, like, the, the, the pronunciation right, he's, like, is time... Hi, I, I, I'm well better spent <laughs> in these arms of my... <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, he's done a song called as well, uh, it, you know, If yeah. You're In These Arms Again or something like that, wasn't it? Was that one of the songs, If, if You're In... So, yeah, he's, he's obviously happy about getting people in his arms. Um, and I think the second half of the chorus is probably the more interesting part, you know, where you have this heaven-sent, angel-so-divine... You're my compliment.
0: You're my compliment, which is, like, actually a really great line. It's just,
1: like... It is, yeah. Because he's not saying, you know, as in, like, the superlative. He's saying as in someone who is, you know, the opposite of them and compliments them. So, you know, nice little bit of wordplay. And then he says, you make my sunshine. Before we get the big finish of, you make my sunshine at night. (laughs) And and i just kind of like the the repetition but the the like addition of at night is just kind of like
0: yeah he holds on it he goes you make my sun shine at night <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is like really yeah. like it, it i i bet you know he threw it in there cuz like i that public domain song (laughs) you are my sunshine yeah like i'm gonna throw in the at
1: night to distinguish it uh well i mean it also you know recalls the fact that prince was obviously a huge fan of nick at night and you know this is clearly a shout out to that (laughs) um you know there are two versions of this song there's the version that's on during the day
0: will will gilligan ever get off that island (laughs) will gilligan ever get off that island will he like that was i don't know
1: And and that obviously Prince never never found out, and uh, so you know obviously a shout out there to Nick at Night at the end of this this chorus.
0: I would I would really really love if like like is it Bob Denver who plays, well, who plays Gilligan? I don't People know Gilligan's to...
1: Gilligan's Island never aired in the UK. It was never a program that we saw over <laughs> I'm here. I'm so
0: mad at you now! How dare you? I'm sorry. We
1: were too busy in the '70s with our extremely racist sitcoms. Um, you know,
0: uh, are you being served? And. Are you being served? One. Season, are you are please? you being
1: served? Was probably the least racist of the seventies sitcoms. Uh,
0: um, I, I, I'm I'm taking stabs in the dark. I don't
1: know. <laughs> well, there was one called um, something about oh, love thy neighbor, and it was basically yeah. about how you know a Caribbean couple had moved into the neighborhood next door <laughs> to this very racist white gentleman. Um, You know, and all the jokes were literally just him being super racist. That sounds super awful. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you know, and then we get Angie Stone uh, getting the spotlight um, saying, listen to me now, baby. Let me tell you what I got to do. Now, the weird thing is she seems to be agreeing with Prince. Like the sentiment isn't, you know, I'm an independent woman. You don't need, you know, stop trying to break up my relationship. I don't want to be with you. It's actually, um, you know, I gotta let the devil um, stop letting him tell me what it takes to be a woman, um, mm. you know. And we get some, some little harmonies with, you know, define what what it takes to be a woman.
0: Which sounds like, which is really lovely. Like, yeah. Yeah,
1: just... Gotta, gotta never stop believing in me, myself and I. Yeah, this
0: is like her kind of like, yes. Yeah, like listening to Prince's advice about the, the, <laughs> the eye in the pimp and then like, Yeah, like reassuring yourself, like yeah, I've been kind of doing myself wrong, but I'm gonna get back on the right path.
1: Yeah, which includes getting with Prince, Um, putting that ass (laughs) on that throne. Um, And he says, you know, she says pretty little lies that the rich keep using. I opened up my eyes. The only reason they're winning is because I keep losing. (laughs) You know, which uh, see. Sorry, what were you going to say about this? I, I was just going to say I think you know obviously that, that that's an interesting idea. You know, like that that other people are only winning because you know the, this person is losing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I feel like there's more nuance to it, but you know it's it's a nice it's a nice kind of counterpoint. You know, it's something that Prince occasionally does in his lyrics where he'll have the opposites you know stated on on lines next to each other, and so you know I, I think it's a, you know it's it's quite a nice lyric. Um,
0: I think. Like, yeah, he, I think there's also, like, the element of, like, he's kind of, like, championing the underdog here. Like, hey, those, don't let those rich bastards get you down. You know, me, like, the super <laughs> affluent. It's kind of, like, I get I get what Prince is saying. Like, he's singing to his audience. As in, like, you may feel disempowered and those rich people are manipulating you and so forth. Yeah. But it's also, it's hard for me to, like, separate from, like, the affluent reality he was probably leading through a lot of his, like, successful career.
1: Yeah, I know, the rich keep using us, you know, like... But the, the weird thing is, you know, this is coming from a uh, three-time Grammy Award-winning, you know, multi-platinum-selling artist Angie Stone. So it doesn't feel like it's the common man that is, uh, you know, being included <laughs> here. Um, but, you know, I, I... I'm sure they both
0: did and still do, like, lots of charity work. And I, I'm, Prince obviously, that is, like, did that is, a lot of That outreach. is how
1: Prince met his second wife was through his charity, so... Um, oh. You know, it, uh, it, uh, but do you, I do you l- reckon he
0: <laughs> opens up with this line? Uh, let me
1: show you what the I in the pips has <laughs> I has for. I don't think that would have been his opening line when he met Manuela at the charity. But uh, yeah. Okay. And, you know, she finishes saying, Gotta get back to my right. Sorry, gotta get. Right back place. Back to my. back. Gotta oh. got get back to my right place. Yes. This is the subject of my show. We love the human race. This is where I belong. And then we, you know. <laughs> go straight into the chorus um you know and the chorus you know is i think the second time <laughs> around is like kind of there's a bit wait more em- wait we
0: can't like just skip over like we love the human race this is where i belong i mean like that's like an incredible line and i was also like i feel like it's incredible one and then also like i think we live in a world that like people just express like outward misanthropic <laughs> sentiments all the time so it's kind of i feel like it's kind of like daring and kind of brave, to just like, hey, the human race ain't that bad. <laughs> this is where I belong.
1: Yeah, on. I don't I mean, you know, obviously uh, they love the human race, but I'm almost certain that if you showed them a pug, I'm thinking Angie Stone would be like, I think I love pugs more than the human race. So, <laughs> Are you going to tweet that at her? I'm way not going t- like, hey, to <laughs> tweet Angie, Angie Stone, Stone about pugs.
0: Pugs you know? or the human race, like the complexity of the yeah.
1: human race. <laughs> Is this where you belong or would you prefer a pug? (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, when we get into the chorus the second time through, uh, you know, I think Angie Stone's voice is a little bit more prominent because obviously she's just finished singing. And And uh, then Millennia
0: starts like doing more heavier backup work.
1: Kind of almost. It changes the chorus to being a little bit more kind of like as if it was part from an Angie Stone song. Um, And given that this thing is seven minutes long, I feel like you could easily edit it down into two separate three minute songs, one of which is Prince and one of which is Angie Stone. Um, But then we get the bridge, you know, which has this, you know, wonderfully, truly caring the words, you know, I wish in every song, uh, come here now, pretty baby, let me uh, take you somewhere and put you real close. We've both been in the dark much too long um that's a long that's a long way to go to get the rhyme for every song to too long
0: and like like the syncopation like they break up they break up the the words and the syllables like in a really interesting way yeah (laughs) during this part as well
1: Um, and then of course you know now that they both got the knowledge and the truth that we can be strong kings and queens getting it on um
0: (laughs) yeah which is finally like the (laughs) voltron of like this scenario like the man and woman coming together and with like, as in like the whole height and aspect of like, Hey, we're both Kings and Queens and we deserve to be treated well. And I I do like that aspect, even though it's kind of corny.
1: Yeah. Or, you know, Prince, obviously I don't think, you know, he, he's, he's, you know, stated on previous occasions that, you know, you must be Prince before you become King anyway. Um, so, it makes a logical progression for
0: Is that an actual quote or like yes. are, are
1: you just being facetious? No, though? that is <laughs> that is from My Name Is Prince.
0: Oh uh, yeah. It, I got to listen to it.
1: It's an attack on Michael Jackson. Oh, uh, okay. Where he says you must be prince before you're king anyway. It's actually delivered by uh, Tony M, you know, at the end of the rap on there. Uh, but yeah, so and then we go back to the chorus, you know, but they as they do, you know, they break it down uh, you know, trusted place, you can erase every tear that ever rolled down your weary face. And at this point, you know, it is both Prince and Angie Stone who have, you know, had tears roll down their weary faces, um, you know, all the time we waste. <laughs> and we get these nice little kind of interjections of the, like, wasted time, you know, sweet angel. Like, there's just little kind of interjections, um, you know. Yeah, that...
0: really, like, well-arranged, like, vocal harmonies and backup emphasis. And, yeah, yeah. just obviously there's a lot of vocalists in this, <laughs> on this song so it's like giving them roles and like focusing on different parts yeah yeah
1: and you know obviously heaven sent angels so divine and we get the you're so divine <laughs> you're my compliment you make my sunshine you make my sunshine at night um, and of course we get a feel me you know which uh, you know but I, I and then you know we finish off with some uh you know sunshine at night do be do be do do yeah really long gospel breakdown with lots of harmonies um and i mean you know that's the end of uh, you know the chocolate invasion whichever you know uh, whichever iteration you had of it you know the original version or the title version uh, this was always the the closing track and i feel like it works as a closing track you know obviously these are just a bunch of random songs that were thrown together um but you know there seems to be an element of thought that prince has put in here um you know of like well this is you know this is the final um, yeah,
0: this is conclusive. Yeah,
1: this is this is the final track. Um, now, interestingly, when the you know when the artwork was uh, you know made for the the single release of this, uh, you had both Prince and Angie Stone credited as the artists. It wasn't just you know Prince. Um, you know, it's unusual that Prince kind of allows somebody else to get a co credit. And in fact, um, Sheena Easton is the only other person that Prince gave a, a co credit to <laughs> with "You Got the Look." So. You know, it did it did okay-ish. You know, it got to number fifty-nine in the Billboard uh, Hot One Hundred. It got to number fifty-one in the Billboard Hot R and B Hip Hop Singles.
0: I think it's bubbling under, isn't it? So like, so that's not like that's yeah. So isn't that like a
1: you know bubbling under a (laughs) hundred and fifty-nine? You know, it didn't really make a huge impact. Um, you know, there was an accompanying video, which I don't think to this point has been released on YouTube yet. Wait,
0: you, you didn't.
1: <laughs> I saw it on YouTube and it's like super low quality and. Officially. Uh, by the Prince yes. YouTube channel. It hasn't been officially released no, no, yet. No. You know, no. So, yeah, you can find it on YouTube. You know, there's a lot of Prince in a, a very fetching red outfit um, wandering <laughs> around of, with, you know. Lots of spinning as
0: well. Lots of pedestal sitting and. Yes. <laughs> and. You actually get to see Millennia
1: and like the other vocalists. It's actually pretty cool. Like, like I said, you know, not really a huge like a huge hit or anything. You know, obviously the B side was When Will We Be Paid, which uh, you know I'll discuss at a later date. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, the, I've I mean I think as as like as far as like a closing track goes, I think it really works well. You know, the like the like the kind of everyone. I think the use of the the like the extra voices. It kind of just makes it feel like it is a big finish to the album um even if you know technically speaking it wasn't really an album <laughs> you know it's just a whole bunch of uh, a bunch of random songs um you know and it, prince played it live during the uh you know during 2001 um you know after 2001 he didn't play it live again but i guess due to the kind of lyrical complexity and you know the the different vocalists that you need it's very hard for prince to you know have a band that has like six or seven backing vocalists that would be able mm-hmm. to deliver it so i can kind of understand why he didn't go back to it um, you know, and it was also included as a B-side for the work Part One. Um, you know, just before uh, Rainbow Children came out. So you know, Prince clearly must have you know liked the song, but uh, like I said, due to the the vocals and stuff, I think after a certain point it wouldn't be possible for him to kind of perform it. You know, just Prince singing the whole thing by himself would have sounded a bit weird. Personally, I would say for myself, um, I don't know, maybe four four and a half out of five. You know, I think like mm. it's a, it's a good production um you know there's like i said a lot of nice vocal stuff going on um you know i i don't know that like the kind of the ideas expressed in the song or anything that revolutionary you know prince values this woman he wants to get with her she is ignoring her (laughs) devil of a boyfriend they get together like you know it feels a little bit kind of selfish (laughs) from prince's point of view it's like you know i want to get with this beautiful woman therefore i will you know like I mean, they throw uh, in some stuff about how they love the human race and everything, <laughs> but it just, you know, I, I don't know. I find it, I find it weird that you've got this kind of like, you know, R and B ballad that features the the phrase oh, "I'll show you the iron pimp.
0: <laughs> so, is that your your final grading of four and a half? Four? I would, well,
1: I would, I probably just give it a four, a simple four.
0: Uh, I actually really love this song a lot. Like, I like, I was like, I was really surprised that like something in like this late like, is catalogue that just blew me away and yeah it's like kind of I would also say like kind of uncharacteristic of his like overall sound like if you were gonna like if aliens landed say hey play me a Prince song you would just play something from the 80s but like this is like a really good like R&B song by Prince and that uses Angie Stone and like has a whole bunch of really nice harmonies which is something it's kind of like a weird anomaly in his catalogue actually when you think about it but like at least in the construction of the elements. Yeah, I, I just really love this song. It's like a great song. It feels good to sing with. And it's just, like, yeah, it's just, and like the arrangement of the vocals is just really beautiful, like a, across the entire track and closing out with that gospel wordless vocals. I was just like, this is a great song. I love
1: it. I was actually, yeah, I'll give it five out of five. Well, I feel like we said about as much as we can about you make my sunshine and you know everything related to the invasion, you know made of chocolate. <laughs> so uh, let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug?
0: Oh uh, yeah, just follow me on Twitter at onto comedy. <laughs> so that's spelled A N H
1: T U comedy. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Drive by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you could email me. Not sure why you would at Prince Track by Track at gmail dot com. Thanks as well for being my guest here onto. Oh,
0: uh, that's okay, Darren. You should know that you make my sunshine. <laughs> At night, goodbye <laughs> <laughs> Megan is <it> strong, strong. <laughs> um, yeah.